Hey friends, welcome back to the No Wrong Turns podcast with Audrey Hickman Hunter. I am Audrey and I am your host. I am so happy that you guys are all here. If you like what you're listening to today, make sure that you subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast on. Every other Tuesday, we have an awesome guest come on and chat about their story and their passions and how their passions have evolved and grown throughout their story. Subscribe today to the No Wrong Turns pod with Audrey Hickman Hunter on your podcast player so you guys will never miss an episode. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. How are you all doing? For me, it seems like March is speeding by at lightning speed. And in classic Chicago weather, we've had our first false start of spring, which was enough time for us to be able to sit outside last week and do some grilling and eating. And then we blinked, fast forward to this week, and one to two inches of snow just kind of plopped down outside. So we are slowly working our way towards the spring situation. Friends, if you're interested in being a part of a small group setting for listening, discussion, and action work with the main focus being on racial injustice, I would invite you to consider joining my book club. Our March and April book selection is Anti-Racist Ally, an Introduction to Activism and Action by Sophie Williams. If you're interested in joining the conversation, our next book club meeting will be on Tuesday, April 20th at 7.30 p.m. Chicago time. DM us on our social medias at NoWrongTurnsPod or you can email us at NoWrongTurnsPod at gmail.com for more information. Listeners, welcome to our 35th episode with Megan Woodard. Megan is from a close-knit family originally from North Carolina. Growing up, she and one of her sisters really enjoyed dance classes. As Megan grew in her passion for dance, she decided to pursue this in college and beyond. Once out of college, Megan pivoted in growing her passions for event planning and her latest passions of yoga and meditation. You're for sure going to want to lean in and not miss hearing how Megan shares her passions of dance, event planning, and yoga and meditation. No matter if this is your story and you can relate to her or not, I believe that there is something in this episode for you. All right, here's my conversation with Megan. Welcome back to the No Wrong Turns podcast. Today on the podcast, we have Megan Woodard. Hey, Megan. Hi, how are you? Hello from St. Bart's. Awesome. You're on a tropical island and I'm over here in a little uh, cold Chicago with snow tomorrow coming. So it's little, literally opposites. Complete opposite uh, climate we're in, right? (laughs) Totally. Can you tell the listeners maybe just a little summary of who you are and any fun facts you want to share? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So uh, my name is Megan and um, I'm 34 years old. I have a Australian Labradoodle. Um, his name is Bruno. And I used to live in New York. I lived in New York City for 12 years. Um, and I used to work in the hospitality industry where I ran a private event space. But with COVID um, hitting, of course, that changed a lot of things. Um, and I also, too, have recently um, gone through a divorce. So I just decided to, you know, uh, make some changes, Um, but I am originally from uh, North Carolina, and I went to uh, school in the Midwest in Oklahoma, Uh, and right now, I um, 
am in the tropical island, as mm -hmm. you mentioned, uh, of St. Barth. I'm kind of trying to start a new chapter in my life. Awesome. Well, thanks for uh, being willing to come on and share your story and about your passions with us today. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to. So can you tell the listeners like a little bit about how you grew up? Maybe if there's any kind of highlights or big events that happened that kind of shaped who you are growing up that you want to share with us? Yes. So uh, as I mentioned before, I'm kind of uh, the quintessential Southern Belle and um, I grew up right outside of Chattanooga, North Carolina. So definitely a Tar Heel fan. Um, but I'm the oldest of five kids and I um, grew up dancing and that was my passion so much that I decided uh, to pursue that in college um, and um, that, of course, is what led me to New York City. Um, but I grew up with a very close, tight-knit family. Um, and all of my extended family was also too very close. So uh, it was kind of always more the merrier. Uh, so the holidays and the summers um, and uh, family reunions were always, of course, uh, very big and a lot of fun. And my household, uh, there's... Uh, four girls total and one boy. So uh, <laughs> it was always a little crazy uh, in the house, but I love all my siblings as well as my parents um, very much. And uh, they've always been uh, very supportive and by my side through um, every step uh, of my journeys in life. And I'm, you know, super grateful and appreciative to, to, to have that. Um, and uh, it certainly um, has been, uh, I guess, a, a blessing to, yeah, to, to have that in my life. Awesome. So I heard you mention dance as one of your big passions. So when, what kind of dance is that like ballet or I, I'm not very, I mean, like I did ballet and tap dance, like for uh, maybe like a year or two uh, sure. in, you know, preschool or something. So what kind okay. of dance are you talking about? Sure. So I did a little bit of everything. I did ballet. I actually had a um, Russian uh, ballerina teacher when I was growing oh, wow. up who was actually uh, very strict. Um, I guess uh, side story is we used to go to her little studio um, a few times a week. Uh, and uh, <laughs> even in the summer, she would have the heat on. <laughs> wow. Her muscles. So it was, uh, it was very intense, but she taught us a lot. Um, and uh, I was very competitive with dance. Um, and my younger sister was in it as well. But in terms of the types, like I said, you know, it was a little bit of everything, um, but mainly I'd say like ballet, uh, jazz, contemporary. Um, I tapped, but I honestly was not the best tapper. Um, my goal was to, you know, be on Broadway someday or to be a rocket. Um, so that's what I was thriving for. And mm -hmm. um, uh, dance was just my, my passion. And it taught me so much in life that actually that carries uh through I feel like you know even today um it's uh it, it really taught me a lot so when you were ending your high school years and kind of deciding what the next steps were going to be what were you what were you thinking about doing as you kind of pursued your passion 
what were you going to go to college for dance or were you thinking about just like getting a job in that right away? I'm not exactly sure. Like what kind of options there are um, yeah, when you're, when you know course. you want to pursue that. Yeah, absolutely. So there's actually, there's a lot of options, you know, there's certainly some that will move directly to New York um, and just start like auditioning right away. Some will go to college um, or um, some will move to LA or, you know, basically just try to get a job, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess as soon as like after high school. For me, it was important for me to go to to college um, and my parents also to, uh, supported me in that and wanted me to do that as well, um, to have the education. Um, so I went to a school um, uh, in Oklahoma um, where they actually specialized. Um, and it was a very kind of a vigorous uh, program. It mm. was constantly kind of dance, 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 dance. I mean, I, I know as a college student, I definitely had fun, but there was not a lot of time um, you know, to do much else than uh, to, to dance. I mean, I was dancing probably seven, eight hours a day. Wow. Um, so it was a lot. Yeah, it was <laughs> definitely a lot. But it was good because it was training me to, you know, if I, if I really did want to, you know, take that as my profession, it was training me because, you know, as they always say, the show must go on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it really helped prepare um, for me to, you know, do that because since it was one and something I wanted to do and make a living off of it and have it be my profession. So uh, it, it gave me that foundation um, in the four years that I was at college. That's awesome. So then was your degree like danceology or what was it i'm just curious like what would it be called (laughs) uh that's really funny i like that uh so my um degree was uh i got a bfa in dance performance um in the school um that i went to um they had also to a um degree in dance management, which was more of kind of um, taking care of like the management side, kind of behind the scenes. Um, So you had those two options, Um, but because I was determined to be on the stage and perform, Mm -hmm. I I did the dance performance. Awesome. So that, and you said that was a four-year, that's a four-year program. It was, yes. It was a four-year, correct. Awesome. So then after, as you were, or did you have any highlights in college besides dancing for, you know, most all of the daylight hours? Did you have any highlights that you wanted to share? Uh, you know, I'd have to say, so I don't know if you've ever been to Oklahoma, um, nope. but they do have tornadoes. I did experience a few there, which was actually kind of scary. Yeah. Um, and they... <laughs> They have a, I guess, a sign that goes off every Saturday where they just test it. So mm-hmm. that was, and the thing is, is that you can't really prepare for tornadoes like you do, let's say, like a, um, a hurricane or like a winter snowstorm. They kind of just come out of the blue. So that, you know, thankfully, you know, of course, everything was okay. But uh, while I was there, but it, it certainly is a scary thing because, yeah. you know, I would one day, you know, be dancing in the studio or driving my car. And then all of a sudden, you know, there was, 
you know, signs of a tornado that was touching down uh, wow. nearby. So that was a little scary. Totally. <laughs> um, I don't miss that. <laughs> I certainly don't miss that at all. Um, and I'd say, you know, also too, I was, um, you know, I was a part of a story. So I had a lot of really great girlfriends there ones that I still keep up with and keep in touch now. Um, so I was grateful to, to have that too. Um, but overall, I feel like my, my college experience was, um, a really good one. Uh, but like I said before, it was very focused on the, the dancing a lot. Awesome. So as you were finishing up, maybe in your junior, senior year, and you were kind of thinking about like next steps, like what you, what you were going to do with your dancing, what, what were you thinking or what was the plan? Did you have like teachers helping like guide you in this process or what, what were you wanting to do with your, your dance and your next steps? Sure. So um, my summers I spent while I was in college, I spent them in uh, New York City, and I I loved to be in New York ever since I was a little girl. I remember going to uh, Manhattan for the first time when I was 12, and um, just kind of taken back by everything about uh, New York, um, all mm-hmm. the, the magic, uh, you know, so... I, um, you know, continued to train in the summers uh, in New York with dancing, and um, I went, uh, let's see, what did I do? Oh, I was training with the Rockettes uh, at that time, doing their kind of intensive program, Mm -hmm. um, because I I really wanted to be a Rockette after college. Uh, it was kind of my dream. I also wanted to be on Broadway, but I have to admit, I'm not the best singer. So <laughs> I kind of decided, let me just focus, focus on this for now. Um, but those are, those were the preparations that I did. And as far as I feel like my teachers, um, you know, there's so many different things that you can do with dance. Um, uh, as a profession, you know, you can dance on uh, cruise ships, you can, you know, they have tours, um, they have Circus Soleil, mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of great shows in Las Vegas, uh, of course, you have the Broadway shows in, you know, uh, New York, um, and of course, as well, um, around uh, the States and internationally, you have Disney, like, there's so many opportunities, I would have to say, with, you know, uh, with dancing, and mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I think I was just very determined to be in New York because I loved, I loved the city from such a, like I mentioned, from such an early age, I really mm-hmm. just wanted to, um, be there. I feel like it was my, you know, I was just my next destiny and uh, my next chapter in life. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you can always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That is podgo.co. That is P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. All right, back to Megan's story. 
Awesome. So your plan was then to graduate and move to New York City. Right. Correct. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So did you? Um, oh. And that happened. That's okay. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to ask you. So then what? Um, so then what happened? Um, like once you got there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Uh, that's that's funny. I was just about to say that. Uh, so I graduated in 2008, which was actually the recession. So moving to New York at that time was a little was a little hard to be a starving artist, but I did try. Uh, I had a lot of friends um, from my college um, that moved to New York as well. So we were all kind of doing that and working two or three jobs. Wow. Um, but after doing that for, I would say almost a year, I decided that I, I wanted to kind of make a career change uh, and because uh, I needed to be able to, you know, support, support myself of living in New York City. Uh, so, you know, it was, a, it was a hard decision, but uh, it was something that I felt in my heart that I, I needed to do and I wanted to do um, because I, I knew I, you know, I wanted to to live in, in New York. So mm -hmm. I decided um, to go into the hospitality industry, which I knew nothing about um, because <laughs> as I've said before, like I really only knew dance. That's, you know, what my passion was. And, you know, it was pretty much my world um, ever since um, I was about 12 years old. So Going into this new uh, industry uh, was very new to me, but it was also very exciting. And I basically just wanted to be a sponge and take it all in. Uh, and yeah, so I'm, I'm sure we'll talk more about that, but <laughs> that's kind of the, the quick, I guess, overview of it. So you got to New York, tried to be a starving artist dancer and decided yeah. that wasn't gonna cut it and then transferred over exactly. to hospitality. Yes, exactly. Yes. And I, um, I had always been into, you know, uh, kind of doing events. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I thought it would be, you know, something exciting to, to do and get into. And um, I, I wanted to learn more about it. And I basically just kind of went for it. Awesome. How did you decide, how did you kind of break into the hospitality industry? Did you apply to different like event companies or how did that work for you? So I, at the time when I was in New York city, I was working for a bar studio and there was a client, um, who, you know, came every day and she, um, uh, was nice enough to have coffee with me one day and, she made a suggestion of, uh, you know, it's, it's a hard industry to kind of get into. And of course, I didn't have any experience or I didn't go to school for hospitality. Mm -hmm. uh, so her suggestion was for me uh, to uh, be an intern um, and to kind of offer my service for free, which, you know, I was totally okay with that. But I also, again, had to keep my other jobs so that I could pay my bills. So I... Um, that's pretty much how I kind of got in the door of it. Mm -hmm. And I um, uh, applied to a few places, but there was uh, one place I ended up going with and um, it, uh, uh, it was an actual event space. 
So I ended up working for this uh, company that um, was actually in a, uh, at a private event space. It was uh, located um, kind of right on the cusp of Midtown East on the Upper East Side. Um, and it was called 583 Park Avenue. And uh, they host events anywhere from as low as like 200 people and upwards to like a thousand people. I'm just kind of curious, like what you enjoyed about the and like, like what, um, cause you said you kind of just chose hospitality cause you wanted to stay in New York. Um, but what made yeah. you, uh, want to stay at that job or how long did you stay at that job for a long yeah. time? I did. So I was actually at the job for 10 years, over 10 years. Um, wow. yeah, so it's, um, I, I really loved it. Uh, it was a, um, a family company. I could, when I got my dog, Bruno, he came to the office with me and there was at one time five dogs in the office. Um, so it was just a very, uh, family, um, uh, atmosphere and, and company. And, you know, uh, I've, I've said probably this before, but, you know, I was kind of at the epicenter of New York's like exciting, um, and elite crowd, um, where I was, you know, planning events for celebrities, A-list actors, athletes, politicians. I was doing a lot of, uh, charity events, uh, as well as corporate events. But then I also did socials and fashion shows, um, product launches. Uh, it was, uh, you know, there was never really a dull moment. <laughs> it was very exciting. Um, and I feel like when I first started, um, I was taken, you know, aback by just this whole new like world and universe that I didn't know anything about. And I really, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, I, I wanted to just kind of learn everything I could and uh, make it uh, make it a career for me. And uh, it was really kind of any. It wasn't like anything I ever really imagined. Um, you know, I grew up in a small a small town, so they were not having lavish you know, charity parties, uh, and big corporate events, uh, like this. So it was, uh, it, it was certainly exciting and it was a beautiful, it, it is a beautiful venue, uh, and space in New York. It, there's got, there's so much history, uh, to it. And, um, the, the management company that I worked with, um, that, that runs it, they, uh, they restored it. It's, uh, it's an old church. Um, but they, yeah, so they, they restored it and put, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, meticulously like thoughts into, um, you know, keeping the grandeur of, of, of this space. Uh, and it's, uh, it's truly a a gem and, and, and unique venue, um, in, in New York. That's awesome. So what I heard you say, like you enjoyed the most is just, just like the variety of different people and different events that you got to host. Yes. That's awesome. Were there any other parts of the job that you really enjoyed? I, you know, gosh, there were so many, to be honest. Uh, it, um, I, I love that it was, as I mentioned, like a, a family company because, you know, I grew up in a a big family and it felt like it was my you know my my family my home away from home um you know there's a lot of uh camaraderie in the office um and you know we we all went through um you know different stages of our lives together um and we all shared that 
we worked really hard when it was our busy time and busy season. Um, so, you know, and that's something I was, you know, very grateful to have those relationships and still have them today. You know, the other part is that uh, there wasn't really a dull moment. There was, you know, there was so much going on. I mean, I was sometimes planning two or three events a day. Um, you know, ranging from a, you know, corporate event in the morning or breakfast or something, uh, whether it was election year or uh, something to do with, uh, you know, uh, uh, any, any campaign or also, you know, doing the, the big lavish uh, charity galas or holiday parties. Uh, I did some cool fashion shows for like uh, Oscar de la Renta and Jason Wu and Tori Birch. So, you know, there was, there were so many moving parts, um, but uh, it, it was, it was so much fun uh, and exciting. And I, I really uh, loved it and enjoyed it while, while I was there. It was, um, it, it became, I feel like it became my new passion uh, in life. Awesome. Was there anything else um uh, besides, um, getting kind of like, uh, lost in your, um, awesome job, or did you have like any, anything else that you became really passionate about during that time? You know, I, I would have to say I, I learned a lot about the food and beverage industry, um, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, the, the catering world, uh, too, uh, and service and all of that. So I would say, you know, that certainly became something that, uh, again, I was, you know, kind of intrigued um, about and, you know, having nice wines to try and you know, <laughs> great food, you, you can't really complain. It was almost hard to like a dream come true. Uh, and I, I would say I, I certainly started, uh, I, I feel like that's when I kind of um, became um, more passionate about food uh, and wine is why I was there because I was learning so much um, um, about it. Awesome. So that job, you said you worked there for 10 years. How did that job end for you? And did you know that you were wanting to transition out of that? Or what what caused you to part ways with that job? So I, I was there, as you mentioned, for over 10 years. Um, and I started off as an intern and then I, you know, kind of worked my off of being a uh, sales manager and then kind of um, similar to like a, a general manager running, uh, running the, uh, the company, doing everything from operations to sales uh, to marketing. I, my, my hands were full, but it was... You know, really, I would say when the pandemic hit, you know, unfortunately, all industries have been hit very yeah. hard, but especially the hospitality. And um, I have, uh, you know, recently gone through a lot of changes um, because my uh, now ex-husband uh, let me know about a year and a half ago that he wanted a divorce. And I feel like, uh, you know, during this time of the pandemic, I was still going through the divorce, um, but I'd kind of been struggling of kind of finding uh, a new, a new path and a new uh, journey. And I think I just had felt that, 
and I left New I left New York during uh, the lockdown and went closer to my family to Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, and, uh, when I came back to New York, you know, New York definitely didn't feel, you know, the same, there, there are protests going on and it wasn't the city that everyone knows it to be. So that was of course very hard, but I had decided that if I was going to make a change, that this was the time to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wanted to really commit to, to myself and to to try something do new and try something that's you know that's gonna kind of scare me um have a new adventure and kind of start a new chapter in my life because I was um just having a hard time doing that while I was going through uh my divorce and um I feel like I just needed a, a fresh start and change um but it was it was certainly a hard decision um to make because it you know they, my, my job that I was at, uh, and the, the people I worked with, they were certainly my family and, you know, they still are, I still speak to them, um, often. And it's, 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 it's hard to leave a, a place that you, you called home, um, and that you were, you spent so much time with, uh, for so many years. So it was an easy decision, but I knew in my heart that it was the, the right thing to do. Um, and the next step for me to take. Wow, I'm sure that was a challenging decision to make. Hey listeners, some of you may have heard that a big part of my story on how and why I started this podcast is that during my day job, I get to listen to podcasts all day long. The ones I really enjoy are ones that encompass someone's story and their passions. Since I'm an avid podcast listener, I wanted to start sharing podcasts and podcast episodes that I've enjoyed and that I think you may as well. This week, I wanted to share with you a podcast called Small Things Often. In five minutes or less, Small Things Often podcast provides simple, proven, and quick tips to help you deepen and enhance your relationships. They tackle topics from how to cope with overwhelm during stressful times to walking through relaxation exercises. I will link this podcast in the show notes. I guess you could have made a lot of decisions of where to leave to, mm-hmm. how did you decide where to go slash what to do next? So I, let's see, last, let's see, it was the summer of 2019 when the divorce uh, had started and my ex-husband uh, and I, we used to have a home together uh, in the Hamptons and um it, there were a lot of changes going on. Um, so I decided to kind of escape all of that. And I took a solo trip, which was my first solo trip actually. And I went to Greece and I had really the time of my life where I had a chance. Um, one, I had fun. I went skiing in the, uh, in the sea there. Um, I, you know, tasted all the fresh foods, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, really healed uh, in the um, in, in the ocean, and really also to just kind of escaped uh, my life. So I I really wanted to go back there um, this past summer, but mm-hmm. given everything that of course has happened, I wasn't able to. So I just knew I needed to be you know in a place that was going to be warm, um, kind of uh, tropical or island. Uh, and a place that wasn't like too far from, you know, my family. 
and a place that was going to be safe as well. So I uh, chose the, the island of St. Bart's um, to, to, to visit and to kind of uh, relax and recharge so that um, I could, you know, navigate um, my next direction in, in my life. Awesome. Have you been there? Had you been there before? Actually, I had not um, visited St. Bart's before. I have a lot of friends and family uh, that have been here and, of course, have said amazing things about it. Mm -hmm. um, but I had, I had not been here before. I've been to a lot of Caribbean islands um, and the Bahamas and such before, but not, not this magical place. So I've never been to St. Bart's. So can you tell me and the listeners like um, some of the highlights of, of the island? Yeah, sure, absolutely. So it's a French island. Um, you know, a lot of people say uh, uh, that it's it's like a little part of France that's been dropped in the Caribbean. Um, and it's actually so true because they, import, I don't know if you've ever been to France before, but they, um, they import all of um, pretty much everything from France here. Um, oh, wow. A lot of people do speak French, but a lot of people everyone also too speaks English. Um, I'm actually trying to learn French here, um, <laughs> which is a little hard to do, but I'm getting there. So, um, but uh, it's, it's also, it's just such a beautiful island. Um, it's very clean. It's very safe. Uh, uh, the, the people that live here, uh, the locals, and as well as everyone that works here um, are just super nice, super friendly. Uh, the beauty is so beautiful. There's a lot of nice, uh, beautiful hikes uh, to do. And really there's an activity for every travel there is, traveler there is, you know, depending if you want to, you know, come and relax or if you're uh, a traveler that wants to explore and go hiking. Um, they, they really offer um, a lot of different options and variety of, uh, for anyone that wants to visit. Um, the food is absolutely amazing here. Um, I have so many great restaurants um, that I, I love to go to here. And of course, again, me being a foodie, um, mm -hmm. uh, I, I love that. Um, but there's just, it, I, I could honestly, I feel like I could go on and on about how great this place is. Um, it, uh, there, there's, there's so many great uh, qualities um, about this about this island that hopefully you'll put it on your your place to visit one day soon, someday soon. Yeah, when when the traveling is uh, a little a little more easy, definitely. Exactly, absolutely. So I wanted to ask you. Um, so you said you went to Greece last year, you're in St. Bart's now. So is yeah. traveling going to be like part of your, your future plans? Like, mm -hmm. are you looking to turn this like into kind of like a job for you or just kind of fun, a fun leisure part of your life? So I would have to say I'm, I'm in, I'm actually in the works of doing a few things <laughs> right now. Um, but travel is one of those things um, that I do want to do, but I'm, I would have to say I'm, I'm waiting um, until things get a little bit better. So that's why I'm planning to stay in St. Bart's right now. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm hoping, you know, maybe in the spring or summer of 2021 that the situation 
of everything that's going on is better. Um, and, you know, borders around the world uh, open, of course, it's fingers crossed. So I'm, um, I'm, I'm working on a few different things. So I'm sorry, I can't like talk about them all right now, but <laughs> um, travel is definitely uh, one of them. I just, I have some, some projects, but, you know, I think um, certainly stay tuned because I, I do have some exciting projects that are uh, in the work that I will course absolutely be happy to to share what I guess the, the 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 words released on that okay that sounds good I was just kind of curious because I know that you have like a website and I had checked into that so I was thinking oh maybe this is kind of going to be kind of like a travel blog or that kind of that kind of thing um from the looks of it yeah, so I I did actually, you're right, I did actually start um, a blog recently, and which I'm kind of very new to, but I'm also new to a lot of things in my life right now. So I would say, you know, my, my blog is certainly going to be about travel, but it's also going to be about chapters of my life, and then also kind of my passion. So I, I have a lot of passion right now that I'm, I'm very into is meditation, uh, yoga, and kind of mindfulness and being present. And that is something that really helped me when I was going through uh, a very hard time with my divorce. Um, and so it's very important for me to continue those practices. And, you know, hopefully my hope is to inspire others, um, you know, through that. Uh, as well. That's great. I, th- I think on, on your blog, I was reading about just your passions for, and the things that you talked about too, for your, your big passions being travel, mm-hmm. yoga, and yeah. just like being kind of content slash, uh, being able to enjoy the moment that you're in. Is that, exactly. would you say that's right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Correct. Uh-huh. 100%. Correct. Yes. I didn't want to put any, you know, words in your mouth or. No, 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 no. You, you, you hit it right on the target. That's actually absolutely right. So I'm just kind of curious if there's some people listening who are kind of hearing about your, um, your story and your journey, what kind of, uh, I don't know, resources or, or advice would you give them in terms of, I kind of like just that, um, kind of like healing aspects that like yoga and like those kind of things can usually kind of like evoke in you. So do you have any resources or um, things that have helped you along your your, uh, journey? Yeah. So, I mean, I would say, you know, my, 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 my big things, honestly, um, like my, my goal for this year, I had a goal of being present and living in the present moment you know, of course, everyone is different. Everyone has different, you know, lives and goals and, you know, so forth. But that was my um, goal for this year. And I would have to say, you know, certainly yoga. Um, You know, I I come from, uh, I feel like a, a very active background, but it actually was very challenging for me to do at, at first because my mind was, you know, constantly, um, you know, wondering. So uh, for me, it was a um, challenging uh, to kind of calm my 
thoughts in my head um and the same for meditation but by doing yoga and meta uh doing the meditation um that those are things that certainly i feel like helped me i mean i also too i love uh reiki and the sound baths uh as well too um so if those are um chances or opportunities that are around you um and you're open to exploring that i certainly will i would certainly advise it um but the those uh things uh helped me kind of go back to like my roots and go back to my myself and help me to really self-love and self-care through through those through the hard times that I went through well thank you so much for kind of elaborating and sharing more about those with us yeah absolutely absolutely Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us each week to listen to our awesome guests as they come on and they chat about their passions and their stories. I am so honored that you would choose to download these conversations every week and invite me into your headphones, your earbuds, your car, your Google homes, your Alexas, wherever you listen. Thank you so much, friend. I am so grateful for you. And I was also wondering, friend, if you could help me out, if you have not already subscribed to the podcast, would you do that in whichever podcast player app that you're listening to us today on if you're already subscribed thank you thank you so much it makes a huge difference and I would love it if you could possibly take the next step and share the show with a friend I find out about so many shows through recommendations from friends and maybe some of you have found out about this show through a friend sharing the show with you lastly would you please leave a rating or review on whichever podcast player app you're listening to us on thank you so much I know these are three kind of small things subscribing sharing the show leaving a rating or review but they do make a huge difference in new listeners being able to find the no wrong turns pod thank you so much thank you for being here for listening for cheering us on thank you so much all right before i um let you go i wanted to ask you one final question that we ask everyone on the podcast um, and that is what is fueling you uh, what's fueling your passions that could be anything from a new coffee drink or maybe a new hike or a new beach that you found over on your island or maybe a new tv show on netflix um so what's fueling you today what's fueling your passions oh wow you know i feel like it's 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 so hard to, I think, you know, pinpoint uh, one thing, but I would say, you know, being on this French island and trying to learn the French language, that's, you know, certainly one thing that's doing that. But I would say, you know, also just continuing to live each, you know, day as it comes and to be, be grateful. There's so many things uh, to be grateful for grateful for. Um, one, for instance, is certainly my health these days, mm-hmm. um, as, as well as a lot of people. So I would say, you know, being able to, to wake up every morning and be active and, and physical and uh, living, living in, uh, in the present moment is uh, certainly something I'm, I'm passionate about, but also to learning French right now too. <laughs> awesome. Before before we go, I just wanted to um, ask you. Uh, I know you. I think you you talked about it, but can you just tell the listeners where they can find you or where you want to be found on um, 
the, you know, the interwebs, the social medias? Yeah, absolutely. So my uh, Instagram is uh, city, uh, the number two, uh, C and then underscore bell. And then I also, my blog is just city to see bell. There's no underscore, but you know, maybe uh, Audrey, you could, uh, I guess, connect the link to it. Oh yeah. I'll include that in the show notes for sure. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's, that's perfect. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for um, sharing Dory and your passions with us today. Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure. And thank you so much for having me. Uh, it was just amazing to, to, to speak and to, and to, to share uh, my story uh, with you today. So thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Friends, I have enjoyed hearing Megan's story of growing and evolving in her passions. Specifically, I enjoyed hearing about how Megan pivoted her career from pursuing dance to event planning, how she took some advice from her client in taking a learning posture in her new career space and becoming an intern. I can see a theme from Megan and several of our other guests on in putting in the work through an internship or basic kind of starting position to be able to learn and grow in their desired field. I hope that we are all encouraged today from Megan's story and her passions. My prayer is that you would consider what God has for you and what he might be leading you to. See the show notes for our music credits. All right, guys, enjoy your week. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and I will see you back here the Tuesday after next. Hey friends, you have just listened to the No Wrong Turns pod with Audrey Hickman Hunter. I'm Audrey and I'm your host and I'm so happy that you're here. If you liked what you listened to today, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We are bringing new shows every other Tuesday and we have some awesome guests to come on and chat about their story and their passions and how their passions have evolved and grown throughout their story. Subscribe today to the No Wrong Turns pod with Audrey Hickman Hunter on your podcast player so you guys will never miss an episode. Thanks. See you next time.